Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Hi, Jen. Welcome back. It's good to have you on this remote road trip again. How have you been? I've been doing great and so good to be with you today, Michelle, and I'm looking forward to having our guest, Lisa Hawashi. Yes, we, you know, you and I were brainstorming and this idea came to life. Many of us are stuck in our locations and we love to travel or we're curious about people living beyond our borders. So we thought, let's take this opportunity to travel around the remote world and glean insights about working remotely from fabulous people like our guest, Lisa. Our guest today, I'm going to give a little quick intro and then pass the baton to you, Jen. But our guest today, Lisa Hawashi, is an ICF certified coach whose mission is to help people connect their work with their larger purpose in life so they can experience greater joy, fulfillment, and impact. So, Lisa, welcome to the Remote Pathways podcast. So good to have you here today with us. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Looking forward to the conversation. Well, we are too. So, to get us started, I think aligned with what you just shared, Michelle, let's get you to look outside your window. And if you could, just share with us a little visual painting of what's outside your window today. Yeah, so I'm actually um, based on a farm outside of Barcelona. I'm originally from Portland, Oregon, so I'm a transplant here. And outside my window is the mountains. We actually had a very cold weekend, and we have snow up in the mountains. We're in the pre-Pyrenees. And actually, we had a bit of excitement on the farm this evening because my husband has some grain stored over the winter in kind of a shed that was provisional and a wild boar has been spotted coming down from our hill and has been eating the grain on these cold days. And so he's decided he's got to sell the grain. It's got to get out of here before it starts feeding all the wild boars in the neighborhood. (laughs) Love it. And here you are in the middle of that epic adventure. Right. And then I'm doing my coaching calls from the window. (laughs) Yeah. So it's so it's so current decade, right, of remote work, all the things that we juggle along with work and life. Uh, And so thank you for taking a few minutes and really, again, looking forward to another adventure uh, along this remote pathway. So, Lisa, tell us a little bit about what drew you to remote work. What's your story? 
Yeah, so the the way that I ended up here was that I was previously working in communications for humanitarian aid and international development organization. Um, so it was a pretty hectic schedule with a lot of travel, and I was kind of burned out. And I decided to take I, to grant myself a year long sabbatical to do some travel and just take some time off. And um, it's I happened to be traveling through here. I fell in love with my now husband, who's a farmer here, and. And it was really kind of um, at the end of that year that I was really kind of at a crossroads. I had left things open and was curious about um, what could I do next. I really wanted to kind of leave it open. And so I kind of had the option at that point to either see if I could commute to like Geneva or other hubs in Europe that might were involved in the international development world, or if I could, you know, figure out a way to actually stay on the farm and be here more often. I mean, travel is still very important to us and we, um, want to do a lot more of it as a family, but um, the idea was, yeah, could I have a more simple lifestyle, a slower lifestyle, and could I really have some more freedom? And so it was really about thinking about what kind of um, job really drew me um, and what would be a good fit for my skills and what I could do remotely. And coaching kind of just all um, – it really, it really came to me, especially because a co- working with a coach inspired me years before to do this sabbatical. And so, so yeah, it kind of came full circle at that point. So I took the leap and, and set up um, a remote coaching business from, from here on the farm. Your life sounds like a movie. I'm waiting for that movie. That just sounds fabulous. I absolutely love it. And I hope all our listeners are inspired right now by what they just heard. And now we'd love to know the other part. What's important to you as a remote worker? Like I said, I think that there's, um, I love the freedom and the autonomy of being a remote worker. And um, I love being able to live in this like beautiful, close to nature locale, Um, you know, and I don't have to be kind of in a very busy city and sort of, you know, I also, there was elements of sort of like the consumeristic or sort of the churn of like money and time that I really wanted to get away from. Um, So I really like being able to design both my own work and my own lifestyle um, with remote work. And then along with that, um, the other thing that's important about remote work is also being able to figure out how to make it work for you, because there are definitely some challenges that go along with that. But I know, Lisa, in your work, you're also really passionate about um, creating the space for others to do better work virtually. I know one of the things you launched, I guess, a few months ago, was it called Cave Days? I want you to talk a little bit about the Cave Day process, if I've got that right. Yeah, well, so that's that is not mine. Um, I want to clarify that. So, Cave Day is an organization that I discovered um, this last summer. So, all right. So, just to go briefly over some of the challenges of remote work, right? Um, some of them is could be like reduced productivity, right? Because you're not working in an office, you don't have that social accountability. Like, you don't, you're not like you know, in a, you're having to create that for yourself every single day. When you sit down at your own desk or in your own workspace, you have to kind of create that for yourself. Right. And then there can be like some times of loneliness. So, um, you're in charge of your own work habits. 
you might feel a little bit lonely sometimes or missing that team working right alongside you. Um, So what I was noticing uh, over the summer, especially after the pandemic was um, after the, you know, all the lockdowns and everything, everyone was working from home is that my coaching clients were having like more trouble kind of focusing on their own um their own goals that they had set out for our coaching together. You know, whenever we set our own goals, it's kind of like we have to do a little bit more to like, it's easy to hit the work goals because we have all that structure around it, right? But sometimes it's hard for us to go after our own things. And they're having more trouble doing that. And I really see it as part of my job to find better tools for them to help support them and really making headway on their own goals that they've set out in our coaching process and, and in their lives and work. And so. Um, I was kind of searching for like what could support them to like really um, cut down on all the distraction that they were getting, especially like with so much happening in the world, so much social media as being glued to our phones and doom scrolling and, you know, everything that's kind of going on. And also the fact that they are working from home and so much of of work is kind of seeping into every part of their life. Um, And I came across this organization called Cave Day, which hosts uh, virtual co-working sessions. And so what they do is they create a space for people to come online together. And it's led by what they call a cave guide. And they lead you through um, co-working sprints. And so they will basically set a timer for everybody and say, what are you working on during the sprint? What Um, And you do a check-in at the beginning and a check-in at the end. And so it's like your own accountability hour, right? But you're doing it in community. So you see all these people on the Zoom screen with you. Um, And they're a lot, the community is really great. They're um, people who are, you know, also, you know, knowledge workers, people who are um, maybe have their own business or freelancers or contractors or working in remote locations as well. And then, of course, with the pandemic, everyone's working from home. So um, I found that it was like just such a great service um, and that I in using it for my own business that I found my productivity and enjoyment of the remote working day, like really you know, up leveling. And it was something I really wanted to bring to my clients too. So I actually got really excited about them um, and contacted their founder and became their first affiliate partner ever. And now I actually am one of their cave guides, their facilitators for European time zone hours. They just expanded to Europe this year. That's so cool. And as Michelle knows, and I think, you know, like this year has been my experiment too with the plan to track. 21 for 21. So seeing how, where can we go and what are we seeing with, with that co-working experience? So love hearing, you know, we all need community to overcome some of the challenges that exist within this work. Yeah. I'm hearing community and focus is a catalyst to productivity in the remote space. That's brilliant. I love it. And I love your passion to connect something that you find and discover in the remote world that's beneficial. You pass that forward to your clients. That's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So where do you go to equip yourself, Lisa? Yeah. So in thinking about, you know, sort of some of the challenges that I come across, um, 
you know, like it's been a challenge in a foreign country because I am not from here. um, So I'm in a foreign country. I'm in a rural locale, which I was not before. um, And I'm working sometimes in a different language. So I am far from my, um, my established network, which is back in Portland, Oregon, West Coast, United States, you know. Um, and so networking and marketing for my business was definitely like a challenge as well as just like the logistical setup of my business. Um, so I guess what I've discovered over the years is um, that the resources are online, you know, if you're looking for them. And I think that's so much about you know, the mindset as a coach is to like first get really clear about what you want and what you're looking for. And then, you know, work on the mindset that it's actually out there and believe that it's there for you. Um, And then go out with the eyes wide open, the ears wide open, like looking and just like really being open to finding those people. So um, the way I approach resources is really just about like being willing to go down funny little rabbit holes and sort of just, you know, who are the people who interest me? Who, you know, what are the topics I'm interested in and who, you know, what do I like? And I just like, will follow that person. You know, I'll sign up for their email list. I'll see if I can join an event with them um, or join their community and then sort of see like what evolves from that. And that's, you know, I found Jennifer um, who has been a great resource to for me in um in improving my you know group coaching experiences that I want to offer people or in just in general with online engagement um facilitation she's been a great resource and so has her community and so I found her just by watching a free webinar that she was giving and I just like went down that little rabbit hole and so you know I found many both teachers and people that I want to collaborate with um all sort of in the online space and being both curious and also asking people for what you know and being clear with people reaching out and asking them you know if they would want to collaborate with me or partner with me or do something um, together. So I really believe it's out there if you're, if you want it and you're looking for it. Yeah. What are your favorite adventures, Miss Lisa, right now? Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, in thinking about like my favorite remote adventures, it's, it really is about both, um, that finding like-minded people out in the world, like through the wonderful technology that we have access to right now, and also having them find me. You know, um, I was just meeting with a client this last week who we've worked with for quite a long time. And um, he found me just through like a late night internet search of what should I do with my life. And we have like connected so much and just like made an intention this year that we really want to meet up in person, whether I go, you know, whether I'm brought to his city in New York City, or if he comes here to do like a creative art retreat on, on the farm with us, you know, we would love that to happen, but it's just, it's so wonderful to meet like-minded people out in the world. Yeah. And I think we have sort of a unprecedented opportunity right now with everyone and everything being online right now to really connect with each other that there, yeah, that that is definitely a silver lining that I see of, of everything that's going on that at the same time is super tough and difficult for people. Yeah. Any other tips you want to share? You do a lot of programming yourself. So do you want to share a little bit about tips that people might be able to access from you or tips that you've been able to leverage in your own work? Yeah. So I'm in terms of tips, um, 
Things that I've just noticed, trends that I've noticed from this last year is, I think Michelle said it earlier that she noticed, is just like the the need for community. I think that since we're socially distanced right now um, so much, like that it's really important to try and connect online in like a deeper and more meaningful way. And so one thing that I did last year, you know, so like, for example, using the organization of, of cave day is like one way to do that. Just like on a daily basis is to join a sprint and be there in community working alongside some other people. Um, and then, you know, th- some other things that I've done is form, I actually formed my own sort of support and mastermind group with other um, coaches and business owners last year to kind of help think through, like, how are we going to get through this pandemic? What do we do with so much uncertainty? Um, and that having that group has been a huge support. Um, when George Floyd um, was killed in the United States, I, it was really a wake-up call for me that I really needed to bring more anti-racist practices into my business. And I also formed a, a group around that that would sort of keep me accountable for that. So, And I also have provided group coaching programs to people who really want to work on sort of their next steps regardless and sort of, you know, uh, in the face of so much difficulty and uncertainty that's going on in our world. So I really think it's important that we kind of um, facilitate for ourselves um, sort of deeper connections, even in this like more virtual and, and online space. I think it's really important for our spirits that we have that place to connect. A hundred percent true. And oftentimes it's when you make those deeper connections, creativity comes alive right? And new opportunities and possibilities come together. When you make that connection, you discover those common connections, common passions. And then it's like, yes, let's partner together and do something good in the world. Let's bring something into the world together. So I just love that heart space that you're in. Absolutely beautiful. So what else would you like us to know, Lisa? What's really important also is just like knowing that the trend of our world is kind of in a very distracted and very like quick pace um, that our focus is always kind of being divided, especially like with these mobile phones and computers that we have in front of us all the time. And so um, being able to connect with people at a deeper level is also a way that we are kind of able to go to serve enrich our lives on a different level than like what might be readily available to us. So it takes a bit of intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I think the the beauty of like, we can do that in a virtual space. Um, and right now in this pandemic, like we're being called to do it, you know, for our own sort of like heart survival. Well, I just, I love where this conversation has taken. Like, again, Lisa, I've listened to your story. I didn't know all your story, but I'm just reflecting of, you know, in our, in our global journeys, how many times like our pathway isn't always clear. We think we're going one way, we stop in a country, we wind up recreating our whole life or creating a whole new chapter of our life. And so I really appreciate sort of the uh, energy and focus that you've brought, as well as a key theme that I've heard today, which is just how important it is to find community, build community as well, right? We can all build our own communities. And so I know you're doing a lot of work in this space. Is there anything you want to share with our listeners around current projects or things they can access to support them on their journey and maybe whatever that next chapter might be? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sure. So um, later on this year, I'll be opening up my next group coaching cohort, and um, it's called the Show Up Stronger program. And we're going to be doing a sort of work and career edition. So if people want to um, want some group support on sort of a deeper level um, to think about sort of what's their next step with their career and where do they really want to take their work, um, that would be a great um, place for them to um, maybe engage. And I also have um, just available a, a, an article, a reflection that I did at the end of last year, just thinking about what were some of the big opportunities that I saw in 2020 out of so much difficulty. Um, what were some of the opportunities that I saw just both as a business owner, as a coach, and as a remote worker? So they might be interested in, in that download. Excellent. And where can I find that, Lisa? Well, you can go to my website, lisahawashi.com. That's lisahawashi, H-O-A-S-H-I.com. And we'll have quick links to go right to Lisa's page and that download she mentioned today. Lisa, it's been amazing. So appreciative that you spent time, especially with all that's going on today with us and our listeners. Um, We know that you're a podcaster as well. So would you like to do a little plug for your podcast? Oh, yeah. And it's really um, fitting with the theme of taking journeys. So my podcast is called Leap Like Me, and it's really about the leaps people take um, to make the most of their lives. And the first season was um, featured stories about people who took sabbaticals like me. So if you've ever thought of taking a sabbatical, I, um, I featured some really amazing people, um, people who are single, people who are families, um, but everyone who took some sort of sabbatical and sort of what happened as a result of that time off. So if you're dreaming of taking a sabbatical after, you know, once you're allowed to travel, it's a great resource to get some ideas from. Love it. And any idea of what your season two will be focusing on? Or is it in planning? Yeah, season two, season two is in planning and it is going to be about leaps people make in their career. So um, really trying to get tips from people who have taken some sort of leap in their career. Yeah. So if you know someone fabulous who I have to interview, please let me know. Well, you know, we never have enough time. Uh, We are coming to the end of our call. Michelle, I'm curious, what are the things that have inspired you today? Oh, so many things. I want to go to Spain. I want to go visit Lisa. I want to go on her farm. And I just want to uh, continue our journey down this remote road because like a perfect example today, there's so many passionate, beautiful people out there in the remote world. So I just can't wait to meet more and more people on our journey together, Jen. Until next time, see you again soon. Take care.